And today's episode, as you can see, I'm super happy as usual, but this time I'm really, 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 really excited because I have my guest co-host here, the beautiful, the intelligent, the powerful, dominant, God-fearing, I ain't scared of you. No, <laughs> y'all. Make some noise right now, y'all, from Melania Wellbeck, also known as Nani. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Nani, say hi to the girls. Yes, hey, hey. So, Thank you for being here, Nani. Oh, you guys, I'm so happy because she is somebody that I talk to all the time. And this episode, I feel like she's going to bring us some good wisdom. She is an incredible graphic designer. She owns her own business. She's a mother. She's a wife. She is an advocate for the people hands down she owns her own magazine company like seriously y'all this is like one of my favorite folks for many reasons but this particular episode is great because we are going to celebrate the month of august and one of my favorite things which is music so with that being said to kick off the first episode of august this is entitled joy and pain and why did i pick joy and pain for the title there you go hey and i didn't tell her yet that's why, because Frankie and Beverly are one of the best music groups to ever, 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 ever work in music. And that song is incredible, it's powerful, and it has a really great message. So with that being said, we're going to talk about some of that later with my girl Nani. Right now, y'all, you know we start our show off with the word of God. I don't play no games, Nani. I don't play no games. <laughs> we got to keep them into it. So the very first thing I want to do, you guys, make sure you follow my prayer ministry, Prayer on the Spot. We have a word from Prayer on the Spot today, and that word ties into this topic, y'all. Get your Bibles and Bible apps for those of you who don't have a real Bible. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> long as they read their word, Nani. Long as they read their word. Okay. Uh, um, please go ahead and turn your Bibles to the book of, uh, turn your Bibles to the book of Psalm. Okay. Psalm. 126 and 5 y'all that is where we are this is a powerful scripture you've heard it before but you didn't hear it like this listen up those who sow with tears will reap songs of joy i said it one more time for the girl that was digging in her purse (laughs) psalm 126 and 5 y'all those who sow with tears We'll, 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 we'll reap songs of joy. I wanted to say it clear and I want to be very intentional about those words because so many of us, Nani, love, so many of us have sown so many tears. Y'all, it's a real thing to be sad. It's a real thing to be hurt. It's a real thing to go through things in life. It's not not it wouldn't be normal if you wasn't going through that kind of stuff Let me say it like that but what i really love about this scripture y'all is that it says that you will get to reap songs of joy that means you putting these these tears that can sometimes be uncontrollably uncontrollably and they're like flowing uncontrollably but now you're putting these tears into a ground to where you're gonna reap something where you're gonna be able to sing one day and when you sing it's gonna be joyful it's gonna be beautiful for somebody else and i feel like that's why a lot of us gotta go through things that bring us pain 
Because when you get that opportunity to be joyful, when you get that opportunity to share your joy with somebody else, they can have faith to believe it can happen for them because pain don't last always. One thing I think is that that is temporary. So that's why I love the scripture. Nani, do you have anything you want to add to those who sow in tears will reap songs of joy? No, I agree 100%. Absolutely. And that's 100 I've never seen any child of God cries, you know, like you said, uh, pour out tears, go through a season of sadness without full redemption on the other side, rejuvenation, revelation, everything built back up, sometimes even better than it was before. Um, that part is what's real, better than it was before. Absolutely. That's the way God works. If you can just find the strength, y'all, and this is how we're going to wrap up prayer on the spot. Take this word to your prayer closet. I know your pastors talk about this all the time, but you got to get a fresh revelation with these scriptures sometimes. Sometimes it takes you hearing it in different seasons for you to really catch what the word is telling you. And right now, what we're saying to you is it's okay to cry, but you better have an expectation that there's joy in the morning. That joy in the morning, M-O-U-R, in <laughs> come on come on come on pastor There's joy in the morning and i promise you that so i love you nani i just I know you. i want to get you into this other place that we like to go on jay marie and usually we have a segment called quick three with jay marie now today's episode because we are talking about music i yes. am switching this into a trivia so today, you will be one of the first guests to do the music trivia with Jay Marie. I feel like my black card's about to get revoked. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your other card, this is the card that could get revoked. We asked Nani, everyone, who is your favorite artist? Now, Nani, of course, like most people, couldn't just give one answer. But because I know her, I know <laughs> that she truly does love Queen B. So with that being said, we decided to pick that as her person. So oh, I love <laughs> For today's episode, and the trivia <laughs> questions with Jay Marie, the music trivia with Jay Marie, is Beyonce Carter. So yeah, I feel like she gonna kill it, y'all. But we got to find out. With a I real key fan, please stand up. <laughs> Black Let's just see how king it is. Now, okay. here is Nani's first question. It goes, it's lyrical, Nani. Think about the words. I'm not going to sing it. You got to sing it if you got to figure it out. I'm only giving you the lyrics. Question number one. Name this song from just these lyrics. Okay. You are so controlling. You say that you love me, but you don't. Your family told me one day I would see it on my own. It's hard for me not to sing the words. <laughs> me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. Hey, it's what I found out. Nani is fun. Okay, I'm in there like somewhere. Woo! I'm happy. <laughs> okay, y'all. She's a Queen Bee fan. So far, so good, Beyonce. She made it too fast. Heartbreak. Number two. Now, this is where it gets a little bit harder. Actually, I think this is the hardest question, so I'm going to save it for last. Question okay, number okay. two. Okay. Now, these answers may have been prior to whatever just happened last year, so just give that in mind. But it won't make too big of a difference because the Grammys only happen once a year. Now, Nani, question number two. How many Grammy nominations has Beyonce had in her entire career? Is it multiple choice, by the way? Oh, thank is God. Hallelujah. 
58? Is it B, 62? Is it C, 40? How many nominations has Beyonce mm -hmm. had throughout her career for Grammy? Can I call a friend? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Call a friend. If you want to get it right, you can't Google it. But I'll if call a friend, friend might know, the question, the, uh, the, the options are. Oh. Huh? Okay. Well, somebody. The, okay. the options are A, 58. <laughs> A, 58, B, 62, and C, 40. Out of those three numbers, how many times has she been nominated for a Grammy? Okay. Maybe the least one. I'm going with C. So you say C, 40. Yeah. No. Are you listening to your friends? <laughs> if y'all are not watching on the, if you don't see the video, Nani is looking over to the corner to get help from somebody in her house. I have, I have an ally. Someone Googled it and it says none of them are well, right. This is a quote because I was inspired by her. So this is what she read. Uh, this is what she said. How old is this quote? This is recent. Remember? 46. Graduation? She said she was nominated 46 times. Okay. So somebody is wrong. <laughs> Go on the YouTube graduation ceremony. Okay, Christmas so here we go. One okay. thing it can't be is 62. <laughs> right, okay, that would have been my... You know why? Because the 62 annual Grammy Awards was in 2019. So let's just say that. <laughs> why would I pick 50, 62 though? Is oh it 40? Oh my God. So another thing it can't be is... Okay, how about this? How about this? She has, she she can be nominated that many times because you can get multiple songs. So take that back. That's what I was multiple thinking. Multiple nominations in one year. So take that back. But all of those are actually wrong. So I'm going to give you three different numbers and you need to answer this because you know what? She's right, whoever that was. Don't okay. tell her yet. Question number one, you can't retake this. This is happening live on the air. Hey, this How is my first treatment. Do Jay. better next time. Beyonce's a hard person. So here we go. I'll change the question. Okay. How many Grammys has she won in the course of her career? Question, A, I mean, answer, I mean, multiple choice. A, 12. B, 26. C, 24. 26. Ah, you are so close. I missed it on purpose. It was 24, 24. wins 70 nominations. I honestly, I honestly, I was thinking like, okay, something happened this year. She put out, I'm thinking she put out fresh stuff and she already got nominated because I would have said 20, uh, 26, but I was like, did something happen? This or is 2019. Yeah. So I need to go back and see the rest part. Anyways, <laughs> I give you this because you a Beyonce lover. Well, we're not done because the hardest question is coming up to me. Oh, the hard okay. I'm not a B lever like that, though. So I don't know. I'm not that deep in the game. So this question, you might be able to nail it in two seconds. Last okay. question of the day. <laughs> that second question is really the hardest. Anyway, question number three. <laughs> How many kids does Beyonce have? Two part question. And what are their names? Okay. <clears throat> she has three children. That's right. Four. Technically four if you count the mis the miscarriage. Nope, the live children. Oh my God, Beyonce. 
<laughs> okay, no, we're talking about the kids that we see. That's for clarity. And I do like that you knew that. Blue, Rumi, and Sir. <gasps> ding, 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 ding. Do I get my tickets for her next time? You'll get your time? tickets as soon as Beyonce <laughs> gives them to me. Beyonce, shout out to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. Hand me some tickets so I can give them to your number one fan. Yeah. I love that so much. Thank you for playing music trivia. Time will have your second question even better. You work great, Nani. You got two out of three questions. Kind of, sort of, three out of three, but that's neither here nor there. Is that a C plus? True music lover. <laughs> <laughs> now we move in. Okay, y'all. I was all see. I was all joking and playing, but we are going to move into our segment that I'm really looking forward to because I want to give my guests as much time as I can to talk. Because I love to hear her speak. I love to watch her write things. Incredibly inspiring. And she has so much wisdom to only be 18 years old. So with that being said, <laughs> you got to be 18 if I'm 21. Okay. So with okay. that being said, I want to shout out my shirt. As usual, y'all know I'm trying to rock something so that you can yes. look cool. God, goes, growing, Hallelujah. Can you say it one more time? God, God go. Growing, growing, glowing. And at the bottom it says, in that order. Don't in that order. Okay? Bible. Glowing, <laughs> growing, and glowing. I got this from my love. Casey Love, thank you. It was a sweet, sweet gift. Very thoughtful. And I feel like I'm growing and glowing, baby. Amen. Right. Amen. You are. So, Nani Love, this conversation mm -hmm. is all about one of my favorite songs. Joy and pain. It's like sunshine and rain. Hey, that yes. was the definition of it. And Frankie Beverly and Mays, to all you young bucks that don't know who Frankie Beverly and Mays are, shame on you. First shame on you. Go get your life. Go get your life. <laughs> download their music uh, movie. It's very, very, very therapeutic. And it just feels good some of the time. So yes. right now, um, Beyonce Jr., uh, Nani, I want you to talk to my girls. I want you to talk to the people and tell us what is joy to you? Like, what does joy mean to you, or how do you think joy feels? Um, I definitely look at joy as honestly a response to peace. Mm -hmm. For me, I don't believe that joy can exist without peace first. Um, and so I get joy because when I was going through, you know, suicide and depression and things like that, it wasn't until I had noticed that I, when I started healing, that things were peaceful in my head, you know, that things were peaceful in my life, that my mind, which used to literally serve as like a prison, became my sanctuaries where I would go, you know, where God came in and where we could commune, you know, I could be on a bus, but I'm in my mind with God talking, you know, that became my, like my wealth. And so um, when I started, when I started catching on, that things were changing and that peace was being brought into my life, the joy came and it came for me as if joy to me is celebratory of what God does, you know, every day. So when people say like, Oh, I wake up and I have joy. It's, it's literally a response to a grateful heart, you know? Um, and so I think that, all right, when there's days when I'm like, something's missing, you know, fruits of the spirit, something may right. I, I tend to go back and realize, um, you know, gratitude is missing somewhere in order to have joy, you know? And I think that when your heart posture is set on gratitude and set on, you know, humility, like those types of things, joy is, is just a response. It can't, you can't help it. It just comes. And that's why like 
people say like there's a difference between you know happiness and joy because happiness is like i bought you a gift but joy is a joy comes from a posture and so <clears throat> you know and that's something that god can, like nobody can take away people can take away each other's happiness or whatever you know depending on how you made me unhappy you made me upset but joy i think um that's something that's untouchable it's like like it's like a gift if i could sum it all up into that <laughs> No, it was just beautiful how you described it and how you said that joy is like, it's, it's having, being grateful already. You already have these things inside of you and you're just responding to something. And so I love how you brought up, even though you've been through those tragic type, uh, types of events, like dealing with suicide and depression, like what, what would you say is one of the most painful things that you had to experience? In your um, in that season, I think one of the most painful things was that because it's a mental illness, nobody could see it and nobody can help you. Like, it's really not about someone pulling you. The, on, the only solution to completely healing from mental illness is Jesus Christ because he is the only one that can come into your mind where you are and meet you there. Nobody else. People couldn't. I mean, it felt like I was crying out for help every day, but people, they just can't see it. And that weight you know, you can't put that weight on people as well. So you get frustrated with people around you sometimes because you're like, they don't get it. I, if you only knew it, I wish you had this so you can see. But the reality is that is mental illness is a specific weight only designed for Jesus to carry, only designed for God to hold. You know what I mean? And so it got really frustrating when I, the lonelier you feel with it, well, that's why a lot of people in depression, <clears throat> they tend to isolate themselves, you know? Because you already start to feel lonely and you start to feel people will never understand. People will never get it. People, so it's frustrating to be around their happiness and to be around them living their life, you know, however, when you're dying inside. And so for me, that was, it was a lonely season for, I mean, yes, and I was, I experienced some of that when I was single, then I experienced some when I was married. And so even like with my husband, like he tried to do as much as he can, but he just never came close to where, you know, it was just, it was a God thing. And he can only, anybody can only do so much. And so that loneliness on that journey was um, painful, you know. And, 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 that, and that is, and I, I know that it's painful. I've never dealt with suicide or um, I even, I've had depression a little, but it wasn't the capacity that I know it can happen for my other friends that I know that have gone through it. And it's like, what do people what should we do like you said you've experienced it as a single but then you also experienced it when you were married and so many people think that when you get married all this lonely feeling that you have it just goes away some way magically it's like what does your person or what does your husband do or your wife do if you're going through these things and it just doesn't feel like anybody understands but we also love you so much that as a spouse we really want to fix it and help you what can we do? How does somebody help with somebody go through something like that? Well, the, 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 the responsibility, I guess, as far as being a partner is it varies because, um, every person in your life plays a different role. So there might be people that you can confide in and others you can't. There might be people that are good for a laugh. You know, when you, when you look at your friends or you look at your community or your circle of influence, whatever, and you kind of group and you know where to go when, what you need, when you need to get what you need from different people. So you one have to figure out, you can't expect people who don't normally fill you up to fill you up. So you, you've got to be able to at least categorize where you can go. Because I mean, there's like certain levels of friends, like surface friends, I will never, you know, and then right. deeper friends, you know, the outer courts, the inner courts and the holies, you got to, you have to figure out who's for what. So when you do want somebody to talk to or confide in, at, you're the person who's 
going through it, their responsibility is to first go to the person who can, who can probably help in that area, you know, but don't expect somebody to pray for you. Who's not a believer and don't know nothing about, you know what I'm saying? Yep. That was hard. But I think like for my husband, the best thing that he could have been was one understanding, meaning, I mean, I was going through like blackouts and I would be getting so frustrated. I would throw up, like I would mentally just break down. I'd be out of it for about two days where I had to lay in bed and try and build up my mind from scratch all over again. And so those type when you decide to be with someone who's going through something like that, um, I think one, first of all, like I said, at the end of the day, only God and Jesus can fix that. You can, I don't care if you pick your wife up, you, you, you know, hold it down for your husband. That, that is not your responsibility. You cannot heal someone from that. That has to be a God thing. And so I would say like, if that's, first of all, you being the spouse, the other person do not, do not, do not volunteer to carry that weight. Do not get angry and frustrated at yourself when you're not meeting that need. Um, do not look for the, do not try and be the Jesus for somebody. You've got to continuously pray for that person. You've got to, Ooh. or sometimes you might have to go into the, you know what I'm saying? Like lay hands, You be there when they need to talk, invite them to consistently. What helps the healing mentally is the more you get out of your head and into the open and you're that safe place, no judgment. So if somebody says like, I'm having thoughts of jumping off this balcony, whatever it is, that's not for you to judge and be like, why? Why would you do that? What about us? Don't take offense. Don't that's make it about you. All of that stuff. Cause, I mean, they should they should be able. The more you voice it out, the more like on our end, the more we were. I was able to voice it out to my husband and tell him these are these these are the thoughts that are scaring me. Okay, and I would say I'm thinking he was gonna look at me like I was disgusting or think I was wrong or filthy. Mm-hmm. When he met me with the word and he reminded me who I was, yeah. I wasn't battling the enemy in my mind by myself anymore. Now it was me and Kevin, you know, going together, tag teaming these thoughts. And then God, you know, then God coming in, like, it was three of us. It was, you You were at my wedding with the power, how we braided that cord. It was three of us going in, but it allowed me not to have to go through by myself. So if you want to be the person to be like, come, come speak to me. You know, I want to, you've got to be able to get out of your own way and let the Lord speak through you. Because if you meet somebody with offense, frustration, it's going to make them want to sink in more. Yeah, uh, and this is if you want to be that person. They can also have a counselor. They can also have therapy. I'm very ad- uh, open about advocating for therapy and counseling Me as well. Go get your stuff. Absolutely, yes. Go talk to somebody. If your husband feel yeah. they won't get it, your wife she's kind of frustrating you. You can talk to somebody. I, I did therapy for a while too. Um, but those would be some of the things I can. And just be ready to listen with the open heart. Like really try not to judge and try not to. Um, get offended or, or try not and then don't take it with you like a lot of times when you dump out on somebody like that they can take the load and now they're depressed the next day or now they're sad and they're worried when you get that load from someone in conversation inter- intercess and take it directly to god give it back to him so you're not carrying that weight either because it's a heavy weight when you don't give it when either of you don't give it to god it can weigh you both down amen and i think that's a big big part of it too is like making sure that you don't carry a burden that's not yours uh, like yep. in a sense it ends up becoming a false burden because it's like it's not supposed to be your burden you shouldn't even not have this at all and like you said once they express what they express to you it's time for us and that's the power by the way because it's time for you to go to your prayer closet but people i can say this from experience um th- that's what's so important about being with the person that has a relationship with god if you have a relationship with god you know people will be like oh but what if they don't believe in you it's like i've done i've done it all ways trust me um, but yeah. i'm just saying like no i'm not bragging but it's like 
growing and glowing. So the growing right. part is I've tried to do it the other way, but I know what prayer does for me and how powerful it is for me. Right. And so really quick, I also want to ask you, because we're talking about music and we're talking about um, joy and pain as well, I know for me, music plays a huge part in my life. What do you what do you say um, about music therapy, if you're familiar with that, or even how worship, like describe your relationship with that and how it gets you through times like those? Absolutely. Well, the funny, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually I was a musician before I was a d designer. So you play the violin. Yes. <laughs> I bought of course she was. What can you not? What can't you do? No. <laughs> right. I gotta practice all over. Decorations, graphic design. She. I mean, damn, honey. <laughs> and marching. No, all of that. Pro organizing. There's so many. The list goes on. <laughs> yeah, but I used to play the violin, and I was actually like, oh. I had gotten a scholarship to play it, and I, when I was living in Vegas, I was really good at it. So music has always been my first love before art, design, whatever, right? And so um, when I started dealing with the anxiety and the depression and the thoughts, one of the biggest fears, which actually it's funny because when I talk to people now, they tell me this is the same fear they have. So it's a very common thing. Those of you who are watching and think you're suffering alone, you are not. A lot of people get anxiety when they drive, specifically on the freeway or at night. And they feel like they're getting a car accident. Sometimes they have to pull over. Sometimes they start to imagine, like, the enemy will start putting ideas of what if you just, because all it takes is one tap. Like, faint. Because mine is, and I'm, I'm scared to faint while I'm driving. Yes. Yes. Because then any, any thought, because one thing God showed me about being on the freeway is that, that that amount of trust you have on the freeway is equivalent to the amount of trust you have in with God. How one false you can touch the car next to you on a centimeter and a whole explosion can happen. Like, that amount of focus girl that's how dependent we are with god that's how he carries our life right and so i was always having like these things where i was gonna have a panic i had panic attacks in the car on the freeway that i was gonna um hit the hit the when the when the freeway would turn hit the uh divider mm -hmm. always or that somebody was gonna like i've never been to accident in my life by the way but these fears kept coming and so i used to war and worship an hour two hours three hours however the drive was I would go into worship and I promise you, and it would get me from A to B without yeah. having to pull over. I've never had to pull over without getting an accident, without sl like slowing all the way down to 50 or taking streets. <clears throat> I've always, you know, I've always done, I've always allowed the worship. And when you invite God, that's what I'm saying. People don't understand. You've got to invite God into the dark. You cannot try and rebuke it. You've got to let him walk you through it because he'll explain some things and he'll put some light on some things. That when you when he starts to show you the how big you build up these thoughts, that monster, when he shows and he shows his light and he shows you how small they are compared to him, it, you start to actually like process it as like this is stupid, you know, or you start to rethink it where it, it, it made sense at first and it, you know, you always thought it might happen. It's happened before. You've seen it on TV. But all the things that you try to justify the monster and he comes and shines light and shows you it's nothing. Nice. worship played a big role before i got healed into getting me where i needed to be absolutely oh my gosh i love that you bring that up about all that but also specifically about the driving with the worship because i actually am a person because i fainted before i wasn't driving but i fainted before and when i and it was the only time i've ever fainted but it was so i couldn't believe it and i was like wait i just like to know that you can just like that lose control and there was no reason for it in my mind at the time but um um, my iron was low and so I, I just at the end of the day I didn't know this and so every since then and that was almost it's been two years now 
I have had times where I pulled over because I got anxiety so much that I I freaked out and I was just and I never had anxiety until a few years ago. And so it was just like all of these things. But when I started to incorporate my worship while I'm driving, because the other thing is I also got the revelation about uh uh-uh, uh no you yep. are perfect and, and you talk about getting to him and and singing and I was just. If I wasn't worshiping, I was straight up declaring, like, nope, yeah. I'm I got a mind of Christ Jesus. God got me. I mean, I'm speaking to myself while I'm in the car. Just yep. And so I don't share that stuff that much, but that is my reality. It's, it's really powerful. It's a weapon. It's a weapon. It's not meant for you to just go in church and sing. You got to use that off the stage, yes. you know? Like, it's a, it's a legit weapon. I mean, there's been times when I've got so much into it. I've turned the radio off and I'm talking to the devil like he's in front of my face and I'm, you know, whoopty woo 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 going in. What's up? Like, right. You you ain't about to punk me. And that's never, how I had to come never. like, heck no, I'll talk to you like I would anybody in the streets. So yeah, come on. Okay. So moving <laughs> moving to this because we gotta we got God dang it goes super fast. Okay, Johnny, <laughs> talk to me about Shameless magazine, girl. I need them to know uh, how you tell them now you can get to it. I need them on it. Oh my god, shameless magazine. Yes, yeah, so it is a faith based magazine. It was inspired by I started kind of looking at publications when I first started bringing it together, and I realized there were a lot of things that were necessary but missing. One of and some of them triggered me. Like, I was, I was, I had just gotten my car code. Oh, and I was in the store, I was so depressed and down, right? And so, I, I look in this magazine. And it says, um, oh, you know, find out what uh, Jessica Alba keeps in her purse. And I was pissed. I was like, I don't care about what this Alba keeps in her purse. I'm trying to Unless survive. Unless you got like, to pay to get my car. <laughs> <laughs> How much? But I, there were things that I was like, this stuff, I, I love that it's entertained, but it's useless. Like, or like I'd seen one, my sister was reading a magazine and it talked about, it said, it was a, a Dear Miss Nancy call, you know, mm-hmm. and it said like, hey, I like this guy. Should I sleep with him on the first date? And the advice was like, hey, if you feel safe, just wrap it up and have fun. And my little sister was reading that. And I felt like there was no responsibility. I mean, like people I'm up here holding my mouth like that couldn't be in a magazine, but I wouldn't, like you said, your little sister. Girl. It was like 17, and I was like, there's no, whoever's making these doesn't consider their readers. They don't cover them. There's no, like, I don't, I don't it's a worldly thing, of course, but like, you, to, a, to an extent, when you do stuff like this, you have, you're, you have a responsibility. You've got to look over people's spirits. And so I decided, I was like, I want this magazine to be, you know, uplifting, motivating. I want people to, it'll, because it's the word of God and it's testimony, it's never going to, there's never going to be no outdated information. You could buy it two years from now, it'll still be relevant. Like everything in there, I wanted it to be motivating. I wanted people to read it and, and when they open it, like, man, this, I've been through. I mean, we had like, and the reason why it's called Shameless is because I was like, we're not going to do that, you know, devotional fluff that we see as well. I legit want to talk about real Christian. I, but the next one that's coming out is about relationships, right? And so a lot of people were like, oh, so marriage. I said, not exactly. <laughs> we, have domestic, <laughs> look, we have a domestic violence survivor in there. We have someone who went through a divorce trying to forgive. We have someone in there whose son, she's a heavy believer in Christ, whose son came out the closet and she talks about how to love him and still have faith at the same time. Ooh. Like these are stories that we go through. No fluff. We have some cute, cutesy stuff here and there, but I was like, we got to get into this yeah. For real, for real. We cannot sit where here can and they, Where can they find it? Because I want them to get online because I know you have it online too. So share yes. with them how they can find it and watch, read it online. Yes. Yeah, so right now it's a PDF, a downloadable PDF. Uh, I'm very close to work uh, getting it into a physical copy. Actually, that should be here next week. So I'll put, hallelujah. I'm wait, Congratulations, babe. Thank you. Yeah, so the, the website is the 
shamelessmagazine.com. Everything's spelled correctly. No weird stuff. Um, it's be shameless. It yeah, you can't be shameless. Shameless. Is the other one like the magazine Get on there, download, download the um, download. I would say episodes. Download the uh, the magazines and articles, and make sure that you follow Nani, which is also going to be on here because she is a part. I serve alongside her with her husband for Create the Change, which is their organization where we do several things in the community. But the main thing is, it's just about empowering everybody you got called them to be she has done that on multiple multiple levels oh and what's the name of your um graphic design company that's the other thing she is an incredible oh. graphic designer who will be yes vision design that's what it is vision design vision design y'all so i got several things i'll be putting up so whatever it looks like y'all bear with it because you got to get it and i'm telling you this woman is a professional 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 gets the job done by and also continuing to execute your uh, your vision which is what's most important is that what you want to come to pass comes to pass and that's why she's doing so many bomb things can you please call my sister beyonce beyonce (laughs) i love her thank you so much and let me just say this to y'all Clap it up one more time, which we will. But I want y'all to just thank you so much, sister. Thank you, Nani, for coming. Out, there'll be part three, four, and five with you. I, the good thing is that some of my close, close people, y'all get to come out for multiple topics, and so it just keeps my listeners happy and empowered. And that's mm-hmm. one of the main things I want to do with Girl Talk with Jay Marie, and you have done that for us today. So we thank you, thank you, thank you for taking your time. And to those of you who are watching, I just want to say thank you again for joining us on this episode yeah. of Joy and Pain. And I hope that you were able to take something and keep it in your hearts because you guys know how I feel about your life if you are still here if you are still listening then let me tell you something you still have time to create your own happy ending do not give up do not give up you can do this we are here with you as i said nani's information is here my information is here hit me up dm me Holler at me. I'm here. Do not think that life is too much that you can't keep going because you can. I know you can. You got it in you. And yes, y'all. So go ahead and make your own happy ending. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Comment below. I love y'all and I thank you so much for watching Girl Talk with Jay Marie. Thank you again, Nani, for being here. Until next time. Thank you for having me. We out, we out, we out. We uh 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 hey, hey. Beyonce uh, uh, right uh, uh. Beyonce <laughs> make sure y'all watch Beyonce's Blackest King. Some of my people are in it. Some of them worked on it, and I'm very impressed. Your girl did good. Your girl did Come on. good. All right. Come on. Love you. Love you, ladies. Love y'all. Have a blessed day. We out. Bye.